Welcome to the Rebel Lifestyle Design Podcast, a podcast designed to help you break free from societal expectations and design your ideal dream life. This is about helping you live your best life by doing what makes you happy. Welcome. Everyone listening on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone live on Instagram, thank you for joining us live. I welcome all comments, questions, and everything else. So feel free to share your thoughts and let me know what you're thinking. And everyone's new on the podcast, you're always welcome to follow us at Kendra DPA. That's my personal Instagram where we actually record these episodes live. And today I have a very interesting topic and something that keeps coming up as well. And just to recall, if you listen to the our previous episode, it was about breaking the rules. I, I was pushing you to break a rule to go after what truly make to you, makes you happy. I said, I, I challenged you at the very end of our last episode to just break a rule, one of your own rules or someone else's rule and just do what made you happy versus just following the rules. And a lot of you may have done have done it. I really hope that you did. A lot of you may not have done that. And the reason for not doing, for not breaking rules, the reason for not following through with our dreams, and really what's behind every excuse, every, every time we don't really do what we want to do is fear. Fear is like this big enemy that lives inside of us that is actually the, the fuel that powers our inner bitch. And... The reason why a lot of dreams don't get accomplished, a lot of plans stay only as that, as plans, and a lot of amazing lives just don't happen. And it's so important that we break free from our fears because unless we do so, unless we face our fear and finally decide to, to face it and to break free from it, we won't be able to accomplish the things we want to accomplish there will always be this lingering fear throughout. And I have to say that I've realized after breaking a lot of rules and doing a lot of things the opposite way I was told to do them, I realized that I am lately using fear as a compass. Fear usually points me in the direction, like what scares me the most is usually the things that I want to do the most. It's usually the things that challenge me. It's usually the things that will actually make a difference or will cause an impact in my life or the life of others. And it scares me and it makes me feel so vulnerable. And it makes me feel so small compared to this big scary fear. And that's, and that's because I believe that when we have a big dream, a dream that we fear, and that could be, again, it could be following your, your lifelong dream of traveling. Maybe it's about quitting your job and traveling. Maybe it's about just uh, changing careers. Maybe it's about changing your style. Whatever it is, when you have those big fears or you have, the, uh, you have those dreams, one, one of the reasons to fear them is because if you actually go after them, 
if you actually go after that dream and you were to fail, I feel like that dream would be lost and you would be like, oh, I tried and I failed and it would be like this devastating moment or so we imagine. And if we just stay in our comfort zone and never really go after that dream, you could just stay there like safe in dreamland and never actually, and we will never feel like a failure. However, we have to understand that that's just fooling ourselves because that would mean that we would also not be doing the things we truly want to do. And, and that would be just because of fear, like we would be scared to do them. So I want to talk, I want to share with you how I, how fear has presented itself into my life. And I, and I can think of one memory that's like really, a really big one for me. And that caused a major shift in the way I approach, well, public speaking and all this that I'm doing now. And, but before I get started with the story, I want to thank you everyone that's joining us live. Brenda, thank you so much for being here. And everyone else that's here, thank you so much for, for joining. And now today we're talking, like I said, about fear and how fear is the absolute enemy of us truly living our best lives and to us accomplishing our dreams. And uh, when I was about 23 years old, I was I graduated from college like a year before and it was really hard times in the economy. There were just little to no jobs. It was a really tough time. And I remember applying to just about everything I could find and landing a job at a local college to teach um, the CAD class. I had been really good in my CAD in university, just so you know a little bit of background. I've, I have a bachelor in interior design and CAD is, uh, it actually means computer aided design, which is the way as designers, if you're not good with hand sketching, you just do it all in the computer and those softwares are what we call CAD. So I'm not good at hand sketching. So CAD was my way of go going through school and actually graduating. So I was hired to teach a CAD class. And of course I was super excited. I mean, I finally got on a job after forever of just like not finding anything and it was really tough. And I was super, super excited, especially because I felt really confident about the class. I felt really confident about my knowledge in the class. However, if I'm truly honest, inside I was beyond nervous. I was beyond nervous. I felt like I was too young. I mean, I was only 23. What was I supposed to teach these kids? And I felt like like I didn't have an MBA. So I always thought that to, to give classes at college level, you had to have like some sort of specialized degree. And I just kept continue coming with all these excuses of all, all these reasons why I wasn't good enough to teach this class, all this inner bitch stuff that you know how she's telling us always that we're not good enough. And the worst moment came when I was giving my, so I was hired for the class and I finally was assigned a classroom and a, um, a level of students and turns out they were seniors. They were about to graduate from architecture with a bachelor's in architecture. And I was going to be their last semester CAD instructor. And when they told me that, I felt petrified. Like I was supposed to go into this room full of seniors. Most of them were older than me at that point. And I was supposed to teach them CAD when they had gone through CAD all throughout school. So I was supposed to teach them about this new software that, that I was good at. And seriously, I felt like, oh my God, I should just quit and let them know that I can't do this. Like I felt really bad, but I said, you know what? No, I'm just going to come ultra prepared. I'm going to take my time, 
get prepared and I'm gonna buy grown-up grown up clothing and I'm just gonna show up and give it my best. However, the problem for me was, and the way fear presents itself with me, is not when I have to do something that, scare, that scares me. Let me just explain. If, if my boss at the time had, had told me, you know what, you have to give this kata class and it starts in five minutes, go. I, time, fear wouldn't have had time to present itself because adrenaline would have just kicked in and I would have just had to run to the classroom and give, and give the presentation, however that would have turned out. However, in this instance, I was giving about two, three weeks to notice, which meant I had two, three weeks to plan and get ready, but it also meant that I had two, three weeks of fear, just daunting fear, paralyzing me from doing anything. I had two, three weeks of conversations with my inner bitch telling me why I wasn't good enough. And I couldn't shake this fear. It was like, I was scared of making a fool of myself. I was scared of being laughed at. I was, I was just picturing the worst. And after like week two of getting ready for the class and just fighting all this, all these thoughts, I said, you know what, stop it. You're not really moving forward. You can't really concentrate because this fear is just taking up all your mental space. You're not even concentrating on the class. You're just focusing on everything that's going wrong or that supposedly will go wrong. I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to change this. I said, okay, what's the, what can I do to conquer this fear? And I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make this list of all the things that can go wrong. Like what can actually go wrong in this class? And I sat down and I put the, the timer for about five, 10 minutes. And I just wrote down all the, all the things that, that came to mind from forgetting, forgetting everything I had studied from forgetting my laptop, from the, the projector not working, all the way to just being laughed at, being fired because I sucked the first day at school and, and the boss will finally realize I, I sucked at, at, at CAD and all that. And I just made this list and this was a huge list. Like I wrote all the things you can imagine, all the things, because it's funny how imagination works. It just really pictures like the worst of worst case scenarios. And that's what's daunting of it. And once I finished with my list, like my worst case scenario list, and I read it and I'm like, oh, well, if the worst case scenario is that I'm laughed at and fired, well, that's not gonna be the end of the world. I mean, that's not life or death. The only thing that would happen is that I would have given this class and never come back. That's that's doable. I mean, so I don't know any of them, so who cares? And that's when I realized that none of these things were actually real because that's how fear works. Fear works by making us imagine all these crazy, awful situations that are going to put us in danger for somehow situations that like our, our imagination goes all the way to the worst as if we're going to die for, for trying something new. But when you actually take that time to sit down and put all those thoughts on paper, like your worst case scenario on paper, 
you realize very, very little things are life or death. Very little. And then it's up to you. If it's in life or death, then what's stopping you? So, I, so when I read through my worst case scenario list, I relaxed. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go and I'm just going to do it. So I went. I went to the first, uh, the first day of school, prepared to be the teacher of this all grown-up class. Well, I don't know grown-ups. They were older than me at least. Well, they were all grown-ups, of course. And nothing happened. I actually loved it. I loved it. I loved being an instructor. I loved teaching CAD in particular. I loved the students. I loved the school. I just loved all about it. Fear. I forgot about fear in the first five minutes after I, I was actually into my so into the presentation and I stopped thinking about me and I focused on them and I focused on me giving them the value versus what are they thinking of me and it all just went great it was incredible it was so incredible but more than that what truly happened is that I that I learned how to control fear when it tries to stop me I learned that in five minutes of simply writing down all those things that you are imagining, when you're finally ready to take a leap of faith, when you're finally decided to do the things that make you happy, when you're finally ready to change careers, book the trip, buy the shoes, um, just change your entire wardrobe, cut your hair, dye your hair pink, or whatever it is that you dream of, when you finally decide to do that, and when you think of the reasons why you're not doing that, remember that it's fear. It's fear within you stopping you from doing those things. And it's usually fear of things that won't even come true and they're not life or death. So by me conquering this fear of giving this class, and learning the power of like this worst case scenario list and putting like my imagination on paper, I was able to speak publicly around the world. By conquering this fear all those years ago, I was able to, to just start this podcast and I'm actually still teaching. I, I, actually in all the jobs after that one and even now, I, there's always an element of mentoring someone or an element of um, preparing teams or just training. Somehow, that's something that comes natural to me. And I would never have found out about this had I not broken through my fear those, all those years ago and showed up for that first day at school at that college that hired me to be a teacher. And that was an incredible lesson. And now through Rebel Lifestyle Design, now I'm, I'm teaching as well, but this time I'm teaching women how to break these fears, how to follow their dreams, how to do, just do what makes them happy, but more importantly, how to break the rules, the rules that have no reason for existing, the rules that are just stopping them from being their true selves, the rules that, that, that are about just making other people happy and instead replacing all those rules with freedom. With freedom to do what you want, 
with freedom to do what makes you happy, with freedom to just go after the things that set your soul on fire. A couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about New Year resolutions and how we're, and I, I walked you through this whole process, which if you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode 25, if I'm not mistaken. And we talked about how to put your passions as as the drive in the driving in the driver's seat of this of this year's goals and how to really make sure that you're planning your year according to the things that make you happy, according to the things that you're passionate about, according to what you truly want to accomplish, instead of just setting mindless new year resolutions, actually setting goals that light you up. And you will soon realize, or maybe you've realized already, if you did follow along and you did all those things, or even in last week's last episode where we talked about breaking rules, if you did any of those, there was a, I, I can guarantee there was a minor, minor chance of you feeling that fear, just that fear of just going against the norm, just that fear of doing something different, or even that vulnerability of actually being open about your dreams and about what you truly want and you felt that fear. That's why I wanted to do this episode because this fear is real. And don't get me wrong, this fear happens to all of us. From Oprah to Tony Robbins to everyone else in between them and myself. And because fear is constant, it's actually our body's response to the unknown. However, it's like it was meant to save us from death, I guess, back in the cave age. But right now, it, the, only, the only thing it does, it stops us from actually going after the things we want. So let's not let it stop us. Let's not let this impulse of us just get in the way of us living our best lives. I want to see you happy. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you following your dreams. And I want you to know that everything you desire, everything that you want, everything that you dream of is possible. If a girl like me can accomplish her dreams, you can do anything that you want. You can just do anything that you want. Don't let fear get in the way. When you're feeling it super strongly, sit down, write a list of worst case scenarios and take you less than five minutes and and realize that it's not that big of a deal. An, an extra step you can take is next to every worst case scenario, just write how you would how you would solve that. Say for example, if your worst case scenario of changing careers is, I don't know, losing all of your savings, what would you do to come back from that? Okay, maybe you just get a job. Boom, easy, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna try this and if it doesn't work, I'll get a job. Boom, it's not the end of the world. And that's what I mean when I'm, when I'm saying nothing is really life or death. And the reward is a lot of times way bigger than, than the worst case scenario, way more inspiring. And it's there to help us, it's there. And it's there for us to grab and to take and to make ours. So again, I encourage you to not let fear stop you. Every time you're feeling fear, come back to this episode, listen to it again, sit down and write your list of worst case scenario, of worst case scenario thoughts or ideas and how our fear is presenting in your life and know 
that behind every excuse, behind every procrastination moment, behind every time you think you can't or, be, or behind every time you actually don't do what you want is because of fear. Fear is like behind all of those things. Fear has masks that it wears all the time, but it's always fear. And our inner bitch lives through that fear. So it's in our hands to beat it. And this is the easiest way to do it, I promise you. I promise you right now, just write it all down. Or if you can't, just power through it, whatever works for you. But don't let it stop you from living your best life. I hope you're the best and I, and I want you to know that I'm here cheering you on and I wish you to live the happiest life ever and know that your dreams are possible. They're just on the other side of that fear. Have an incredible rest of your day. Everyone listening on the podcast, thank you so much for joining. Everyone listening live on Instagram, thank you for being here, for participating. I'm waving back at all of you. And everyone on the podcast, again, feel free to follow me at Kendra DPA, where we record these episodes live. Have an incredible rest of your day and see you in our next episode, which will be your Spanish edition. See you then. Bye-bye.